0: What's up, everyone? It's JLP, the host of Mastering singular Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to this new episode. And first and foremost, I hope that you and your loved ones had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. I know especially when it comes to this year, 2020. We have so much to be grateful for, so much to be thankful for, despite this year being a difficult year for many for many of us. But God has been faithful. God has come through over and over again. He has shown us that he is our source, that he is our provider. Because let's be real and honest, there were certain times this year you didn't know how in the world the resources were going to come. But because God is your source, he provided a way and he blew your mind more than once okay this year and i'm thankful and i'm grateful to the lord as well for my life my health my family he's kept us safe Praise the Lord. Um, he has kept us from the um, the virus. Praise Jesus. I'm so blessed. And um, I praise God for you, too, who's listening to the podcast right now. I thank God for your life, and I thank God for giving you the opportunity to tune in tonight. Now, I just want to go ahead for tonight's episode, share with you um, this conversation that I was really having on social media. And I say conversation because at times I post... Um, certain insights I post certain um, observations of mine and um, you know I welcome anyone to you know leave comments underneath the post but if no one leaves comments underneath the post that is completely fine as long as someone is looking at it and someone is having a moment where they're like "Mm, maybe maybe let me go ahead and um, study this for myself let me go ahead and really um see where I am when it comes to the context of what this, this sister is saying. And so this is what I'm going to be doing here for tonight's episode. I just want to have this conversation with you, give you a moment for, for real to kind of like, you know, um, dissect this yourself to kind of like, you know, marinate in this, in this, in this word and to see where you are um, with your relationship with God, um, to see, you know, if this resonates with you and if this resonates with, you know, people that you know, or, um, if it resonates with you when it comes to, you know, your desire to see God's kingdom multiplied, your desire to see life transformed and, um, so forth. And so, you know, like during this year, one thing that I noticed that God has been doing, he has been really, you know, um, encouraging me to really have these type of you know bold conversations especially during this time you know a lot of people you know they try to escape um, reality at times when it becomes so chaotic and severe and they try to indulge in things that um, bring them nostalgia or bring them um, back to um, a time when everything was good or normal but what I'm noticing um, God is doing with me is that he is making me Really have a interest to talk about things that many people do not want to talk about or maybe maybe a lot of topics that many Christians are really reluctant to talk about when we should be talking about these discussions because time is of the essence um time is imminent the kingdom of god is imminent imminent excuse me it's near and the return of our lord and savior jesus christ is at the door and a lot of us sometimes we don't even preach about this enough because we feel like um You know, a lot of Bible prophecies has not come to pass. But, you know, the Bible itself, it says, when you see these things are happening, know that the time is near. And one of the things that we're going to discuss on tonight's episode is um, the Bible speaking about, you know, mankind becoming lovers of themselves i don't know about you but i feel like the society that we live in is very self-centered our world we know is very self-centered and especially the the nation that we live in the u.s is a very self-centered uh nation you know we don't really see people um thinking in the context of community and building communities up and just really you know um loving their neighbor as their selves etc and I know that there's going to be people that's going to be like, well, there's nonprofit organizations, you know, doing good things like feeding the poor, you know. Da, da, da. I understand and I applaud that. And I'm very, very happy to see that people are really, you know, making change in their community and helping people in their community. But I'm talking about, y'all, I'm talking about um, when it comes to the the soul of the man, like when it comes to our soul, our soul being, um, I feel like we are very self-centered when it comes to that. I feel like there's times we are helpful to other people, but it's like we only do it uh, when it comes to certain occasions. For example, Thanksgiving, you know, we we cook meals and we invite people to come eat in our house, but you know, there's some people perhaps, you know, when it's not Thanksgiving, they don't invite anybody in, right, to eat or to, be able to have somewhere to stay for a, a short period of time if they don't have any place to go, you know. And so it's important for us to, yes, do these things, do these activities during the holidays. But it's also important to have a lifestyle of service, to have a lifestyle of where we're taking care of other people. We're trying to see um, the good in others. We're trying to bring out the good in others and we're trying to really point people um, closer to the gift of salvation, closer to Jesus. Um, because if, you, if you've if you noticed what happened this year is that many lives have been taken away. Many people have died. And you know you don't know if those people died with Christ. You know, There's something that I always say and it's very important. The reason why I say it is because to encourage you too. Um, if you know somebody who does not know Jesus, find creative ways where you could get to talk to them about Jesus so that way um, at least a seed is planted in their hearts that they were introduced to Jesus and that they wouldn't say, you know, oh, I never had anybody to talk to me about this Lord Jesus that the Christians talk about, um, but someone today came and spoke to me about Jesus and gave me the gospel message, gave me the gospel truth, and I'm really interested in Jesus, and I think that, you know, I want to give my life to Jesus um, because, you know, I've tried this, I've tried that, i tried drugs, i tried to other gods or whatnot or I didn't believe anything at all, but lately the way that the world is going, I wanna go ahead and give Jesus a, a try. And um the reason why I say all this is is that it's very sad to see many people dying left and right. But I believe what's even worse than that is when someone dies without knowing Jesus as Lord and Savior. You know, we can get so um caught up in the moment, you know. We always, you know, uh you know, put the moment, right, the present time on a pedestal that we do not take time to really um, focus on where our eternal home is going to be. You know, when people die, you know, a lot of us, we are sad um, that we are parting ways from this individual permanently. We will never see this individual again, okay? This individual that we love, that we admired, some of us, you know, I'm talking about family members, friends, and sometimes it wasn't even a family member or a friend. It was a public figure that you admired, that you loved from a distance, and now this person is gone. But I want to let you guys know that, you know, the moment is very important. The present time is very important for you to stay tuned in what is going on in the now But it's also important, even while you're living right now today, this present day, you need to make an awareness of, okay, if I were to die today, I know where I'm going and I know that my home will be in heaven. But if you feel like, you know, you're roaming through life and you have no idea where your eternal home is going to be. This is a perfect opportunity for you to start making an analysis and saying, where am I headed? Like, where is my soul headed? I've heard many philosophies. I've heard many views. But which one is the truth? And so this is something I want to really discuss tonight on tonight's episode. Not entirely, but I just want to give you a glimpse um, concerning what you know I personally, personally feel um, is going on in the world. And also the time that we're living in, you know, a lot of Christians, you know, they say, you know, I'm not the Christian that's preached about doom and gloom. I'm not the Christian that preached about doom and gloom. I preach about faith. I preach about grace. You know, I preach about uh, the love of God, which is all good. Don't get me wrong. This all is good. This is all a part of the gospel. But many things that they leave from their listeners or from their congregants, right, congregation, is that, you know, Bible prophecy must come to pass and Jesus indeed is coming soon. But before Jesus comes, there are certain things that has to happen. And these things, you know, such events, they are not, you know, events that's going to make you smile, but they're events that's going to cause many people um to even wish death upon themselves because they they cannot Um, comprehend what is going on on the face of the earth and I'm not saying these things to get you you know um, to be afraid or fearful but I'm saying these things um, to really just allow you to understand that this world is temporary and because this world is temporary it's important for you not to be only just investing in money investing in properties investing in businesses but it's important that you're investing in your soul it's important that you're investing where your eternal home is going to be and i'm praying and i'm and i'm believing alongside you that it would be in heaven so this is what i said y'all i said this is important for every believer to know and respect Um, God is merciful and I'm reading this post that I posted on social media if you have not yet um, you know connected with me on social media you can do so I am it's underscore underscore jlp on Instagram and on Facebook I'm at jlp network so facebook.com forward slash jlp network and this was a recent post that I posted today actually and it says this it says this is important for every believer to know and respect God is merciful but does it but doesn't like to be mocked Um, let us not diminish his character nature and power we can't fool him he knows the heart and intent of all imagine if God said he loved you but the whole time he was lying about it well many of us do this to God through our actions and our motives you say you love God but does your life confess it such discussions must be had when will all agree that the surface level conversations and messages are outdated? When will we decide to move by the leading of the spirit? Don't forget, the main message of 2020 is not about you. It's not about me. It's not about we. It's about going back to God, seeing him as ruler of all. And I was inspired to um, write that because I was thinking about um, a particular Bible passage. And that Bible passage is Second Timothy verse um, 3. <clears throat> Give me a second, y'all. Yeah. Second Timothy, excuse me, not verse 3, but chapter 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse uh, 2. And um, if you have your Bible, you can highlight it, but I'm going to go ahead and read it aloud. So Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 2 says this. It says, People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proudful, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy. Oh, my goodness. But this is verse two. I want to continue on to verse three without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good. Verse four, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God and then the and then let's go ahead and stop at verse five it says having a form of godliness but denying its power having nothing to do have nothing to do with such people let me just quickly repeat verse four for you all because i i just want you guys to hear this again treacherous rash conceited lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of god i don't know about you but um You know, although I'm not saying this is Armageddon or whatnot, but I'm saying that, you know, this particular scripture, I don't know if you agree, but, you know, I'm seeing this particular scripture being manifested today. Um, I'm seeing that, you know, as a society, um, as a people, we are, we're not headed in that direction. Okay. If I were to say we're headed in that direction, I would be lying. We're in that phase. Rather, we're in that phase right now. You know, you see it. You see it right now, um, especially with social media, especially with the investment of technology. Um, we just like to feed, 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 feed our flesh. We like to feed our, um, our interests. We like to feed ourselves, right? We like to... Um, be self centered we want for people to give us praise, we want for people to like our pictures on social media to like you know what we're doing our lifestyle uh we want to be seen, we want to be known uh we want to be the center of attention, you know you see a lot of people as well, they don't have self control um, someone talks to you, um, and you just don't like the way the person is talking to you, uh, you just want to go ahead and pop off on that person. I'm not just saying you, I'm not saying you in particular, but I'm just being um, in general, you know, I'm talking about in general, like people nowadays have no patience, you know, people don't want uh, to express, you know, good mannerism, you know, people don't want to uh, talk kindly about other people. It's like, you know, if I don't like you, I just don't like you. And I'm going to say it to your face that I don't like you. So there's like a missing, you know, it's like there's a missing uh, love in people's heart, you know, it's like people want to consume love in a way, but it's like they don't want to express love to other people, and so the Bible here is saying, you know, we're going to become lovers of pleasures rather than lovers of God, what does that mean? That means that I'm just going to care about what pleases me, meaning I'm just going to care about making money, I'm just going to care about, you know, making it big, you know, becoming famous, you know becoming popular you know that to the point where we consume ourselves with this ideal life and how life should be especially you know when we consume social media we're like oh life is supposed to be this way this is how I want my life that we completely neglect God we completely neglect God and some of us we're gonna say but I love God but I love God but like I read from the post that I posted right early on social media you know Actions, you know, it's about our actions and our motives. We can't just say we love God, you know. We can't just say we love God and our action is saying something else. You can, I can't say I love God and I never talk to Him, you know. I never pray. I never worship Him. I can't say I love God, you know, and I worship and I praise Him, right? But then I'm still doing certain things that I'm not supposed to be doing, you know. um And the Bible over and over tells us that, you know, God, He does not, He does not like lukewarmness he doesn't like mixing of things like he doesn't like for you to love him and also love money he says that you, you know a person can't have two masters you can only have one you're always gonna love one more than the other so it's like In today's culture, and today's society, we have become a people that love money rather than God. We love democracy. We live in a a, a democracy, right? The country that we reside in, well, I reside in the U.S., I don't know um, if some of you are, of course. You know, for those of you guys who are listening to other nations, from other nations, maybe you... um, you don't have a democracy in your country. That's not the, the, the governmental um, structure of your country. Maybe uh, you live where it is a monarchy that's governing, right? Or maybe you live where it is a, a um, communist um, structure, you know, government that is um, governing your country. But for those of us who live in the U.S., we live in a democracy. Our governmental structure is a democracy. And you know, a democracy is good, right? Compared to a lot of governmental structures, a democracy is good. A democracy is about we the people, right? But what I'm starting to notice is that although there's so many advantages concerning democracy, but what I'm starting to notice is that the democracy, the structure of a democracy, is actually leading us farther and farther and farther away um, from God. And the reason why I say this is because a democracy is about we, it's about us, it's about me, it's about what will help me, it's about what will help me become great, you know, and so forth. And so at times, we feel like as if if we're satisfying ourselves, then it's all good, you know, know, our life is innocent because we're just taking care about our business, right? But what I'm starting to notice, the older that I get, Right and the, and the more that I continue to just study the structure of um, democracy, right and just studying the world at large, I'm noticing that these specific type of structures, the more advanced they become, the farther and farther away they're going to cause uh, people to be from God. Um, and it's not just um, believers, but it's going to make it even a lot more difficult for even people who didn't know Christ at all to become believers okay and so you know this may seem like it's nothing major right because a lot of people they think that oh Jesus is going to come soon but first you know the Armageddon have to happen or first you know this has to happen right this big earthquake and whatnot to some degree yes there are certain mega events such as you know wars right the bible says and rumors of wars have to happen but this in itself what i just read um which was second timothy chapter 3 and we read into um verse 5 this in itself is the sign of, a, of the time is the sign of the times this in itself is is bible prophecy being fulfilled all of us you know if we want to be honest and transparent all of us we can agree and we can say the world has become self-centered, you know, in a way it has become um, kind of like very small because of technology, you know, one of the main things about technology and social media is like, you know, it's saying that, you know, we're, you know, connected, right? We're connected with everybody, um, even when um, our family or or friend is all across, you know, all the way, like, for example, in Argentina and you're in California. Via Instagram, you're able to chat with that person. Um, via your phone, you're able to have a, uh, a voice chat with that person. You're able to speak to them and see them, you know. Um, but at the same time, what happened is that social media and technology has also made us become very self centered made us have you know taken our eyes off of jesus and have placed our eyes on ourselves and in particular on our flesh we become so caught up with worldly trends that we have not nourished our soul and your soul is what will never never die it will never die but at the end of the day the bible lets us know that after we do die right um, physically in our you know physically in this world, your soul is destined to go either two places, right? And that is either your soul goes to heaven or your soul goes to hell and and let's be real, these topics are not even really discussed too much anymore in church. you know and that is crazy um, because you know people are dying every day and you say to yourself, why are we doing the job that the Lord has, you know, given us to do? You know, the Lord, he said, you know, he's going to his father to prepare a room for us, but he has kept this uh, mandate to, uh, he has given, excuse me, the, this mandate to his church. He has given this mandate to me, to you, uh, to do the Great Commission and to really speak to people about Jesus, about him, you know, about who he is and his finished work. But a lot of us we tend to stray away from certain topics that the bible discuss and the thing is it's like you cannot preach grace if you don't also preach about uh, the wrath of god you know because how are you going to preach grace if people don't know what they're being rescued from you know it's not just about you being rescued from sin yes grace you know covers um your sin, right? Grace um, allows you to be able to live a a life in freedom and not condemnation. Um, But at the same time, the main thing that grace is rescuing everyone from those who accept Jesus is from the wrath of God because the wrath of God is a true thing and the wrath of God, whether we like it or not is going to come upon this world. I'm, I'm not sure when, I'm not sure exactly when, uh, but I know it's going to happen. I know there's a time and a limit when it comes to the grace of God. The grace of God is one of the things that is very limited um, when it comes to this era, this, this era right now that we're in, this age. So meaning um, the door of grace is wide open even now, even now. You know, although people are blaspheming God, although people are cursing God, right? All the people are saying, I don't need God. I'm just going to live my life. I'm going to just do what I want. God has still permitted the door of grace to remain open. But the Bible lets us know that that door is going to be shut closed. And not even Jesus himself is going to be able to open it to rescue anyone. And so I just want to um just ask you this question before i close this question i just i just want to ask you where are you in your relationship with god um and i just want you to release you know like think about it you know where are you in your relationship with god and, um, I'm not just saying, you know, you know, uh, just to say that, well, you know, you go to church, I'm not talking about that, but I'm saying like, where are you in your personal relationship with God? Like, do you know God for real, for real? like, do you know God for yourself? Um, do you know God, you know, and, and, and do you want to please him? You know, is your greatest desire to please him and to serve him and is to love him and is to do his will? Um, Because at the end of the day, you know, it's not enough for us to believe God. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, huh? It's not enough for us just to believe God. But the Bible says those who believe in Yes, the Bible says those who believe. But the same Bible says those who have faith until the end, those who believe until the end. And so the Bible lets us know, the Bible makes it clear that there are some people who call themselves Christians today. Those same Christians indeed will be deceived and they will um, indeed, you know, you know, forsake God. They will indeed um, act as if they did, they never knew God. And some of you all who are listening to this podcast episode, you have seen your, for yourself, right? You have read articles where it says, you know, this person used to be the leader. The lead um, singer of this Christian band and, you know, they now say they don't believe in God. So you've heard stories um, such as the one that I'm talking about. And so from that being said, this proves, right, that it's not enough just to believe. Believing is first, but you have to go from believing now to really surrendering your life entirely um, to the Lord, surrendering your life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ And so again, I ask you this question, where are you in your relationship with God? And be honest about it. And as you're being honest about it, I want to encourage you to take that to God. Take that to God wherever you are currently in your relationship with him. Take it to him and ask him to be able to really help you to better nurture uh, the relationship that you have with him. So if right now your relationship is great. you know i encourage you to say god bless me to continue to grow deeper and deeper in my personal relationship with you if your relationship right now is not so great you know what to do ask the lord and say god correct me in your mercy correct me in your love make me be like you make me be like jesus your only begotten son if you love this conversation we're going to have more conversations like this one that you've just heard um But mostly we're gonna be bringing more of that on our YouTube channel. If you have not subscribed to the JLP Network YouTube channel, I strongly recommend you to go ahead and subscribe. Make sure that you are plugged into this ministry. This ministry, y'all, is really about me encouraging you, challenging you to live life to the fullest based on a Christian perspective from the Word of God. And I'm just here as a servant of the Lord, just making sure That you are well equipped and that you can be certain, right? You can be sure that even if you were to die, that your eternal home would be in heaven. Because you took your time to invest in your salvation. This was JLP. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm praying for you. Take care. And remember, all things are possible with Christ Jesus. Peace out. Until next time.